Hello all, listening to the Lazy Brain Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Vessels, and today is the first Writing Wednesday. Um, Every Wednesday I would like to sit down and talk about a piece of literature that I have either written myself or have read in the past week and enjoyed. If you would like to be involved, go to anchor.fm slash lazybrain and make an account, download the app, and you can send a message and possibly be in next week's episode. You can send some work that you've written yourself or just something that you enjoyed and you can talk about anything you liked in regarding writing or, you know, anything you've read. Um, but this week is going to be about the first book that I read this year, 2019. By the way, it is 7.20 p.m., 1.22.2019 when I'm recording this. And it is the book that I have read, my first book of the year, is Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. By Charlemagne the God. Now, um, some of you listening to this may not know who that is. Charlemagne the God is a nationally syndicated talk show host on iHeartRadio's morning hip-hop show called The Breakfast Club. He also has one of... uh, He is also the host of one of my favorite podcasts, The Brilliant Idiots, where he just... I don't know. He covers everything from hip-hop news to just pop culture in general but um what i enjoy from him is the fact that he can be both what he calls ratchet and righteous so what that means is you can get into the dirt and talk about all this crazy stuff and be this contrarian that can you know ruffle a lot of feathers but at the end of the day you also have this other side to you that is thoughtful and curious and always looking to move forward And that is the part of him that I have always connected to. And one of the big reasons why I got this book to read. So I got it as a gift for Christmas. And I'd been wanting to read it for a while. It came out last year. And um, the big theme of it was basically just him having anxiety. And um, just that mental illness and him coming to grips with it, going to therapy and just learning how to deal with all the pitfalls that come with something like that. One of his main points in the book was mental health in regards to the black community in America and how a lot of people in the community, I'm of mixed race and I was raised by my black family mostly and even from my experience in the black community mental health is something that isn't widely talked about or deemed as something we should really worry ourselves with a lot of times we just go to church and try to deal with it through church and Charlemagne even talked about that in this book but other than mental illness being something that the black community needs to address I think it's just something that all of us need to in in 2019 whether you're black white Asian whatever uh, I think that it's important for everyone to get a grip of their mental health I know last year in particular and it's what's funny is that this book came out the same year that I started regularly attending therapy 
and I didn't even know this book was coming out, but I, it just, it's funny how things line up, but I think around last year, about midway through, I just came down with the worst anxiety of my life. Um, I'd always dealt with little bits of it here and there, and I had a lot of circular thoughts and found out that what I was dealing with is a form of OCD, and I had no idea what I was struggling with. I thought I was the only one. I thought it was normal to some extent, but what I came to realize is that, yes, people deal with it, and no, it's not okay to be so bogged down with it that you can't continue with your everyday life. And I think that's the distinction. If it's something that you can't do your day-to-day activities, go seek help about it. And even if you don't have something that's that serious, it still is important to go get some help. A lot of what this book is trying to do, at least for me, is to try to normalize getting the help that you need. And normalize the idea that if you go to the gym two, three times a week, you need to go to the therapist once a week. Do your mind a favor and just go to someone who is trained to deal with the human psyche and sort all that out and help you realize that you're okay and you can deal with it. Um, I just I love this book for a few reasons. Um, one of them being I just like Charlemagne as uh, a content creator. Um, I think he represents in modern day someone that can... I mean, even in his book, I think on one of the last pages he said... This book at its core is about the power of evolution about how we all have the ability to unpack all the bullshit, drama, negative energy, and pain we've been carrying around and causing for years and years and finally move on with our lives, to allow ourselves to be free and grow into the beautiful person that's always been inside us. I truly believe all of us are capable of that sort of transformation. Charlemagne is someone who used to sell crack. He wasn't always faithful to his wife and in his relationships. He wasn't always the nicest person that you'd meet, but through his always want to grow and change, he has become one of the more respectable people that I listen to on this platform. And that's despite all the things that you may find Googling his name that are unsavory. At the end of the day, I think all of us are... To, we, we are all, as people, just very complex, and there's a lot of gray area in life, and that's another thing that you get from therapy, that you can both, you someone can be both good and bad. They can have good qualities about them, they can have bad qualities about them, and I choose to look at one of, I, I choose to look at people's good qualities, and focus on mine. A lot of what I realized this past six months going to therapy is that I never gave myself the right to feel good about myself. I would spend a lot of time focusing on the negative. And what you find out is the more you focus on the negative, the more the negative comes comes to fruition. Fruition. It comes true. If you think about the negative all the time, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to come up in your life. 
So what's important is, and that's something I took away from this book, is to just be very, very cognizant of your thoughts and be aware that your thoughts do become things. And I know that, you know, some people say that that is like kind of BS and like, no, you can't become a pop star if you just think about it hard enough. You have to put the work in to do something like that and have talent in the first place. But the basic idea of that is the more you focus on something, if it's good or bad, the more you're, the more likely you are to bring that about in your life in subtle ways, and just try to move past that. Go get therapy, drink more water, do more positive habits in your life, and it's gonna get better. I'm proof of it. I was in such a bad place. I was, you know, I had an eating disorder. I still do deal with that in some on some level. You know, I was dealing with the OCD, I was dealing with anxiety, just thinking terrible things that I couldn't handle, just keeping it inside, and eventually I was able to get that out there and deal with it, and they don't bother me anymore, and I think that's something that he even touches on in this book. He talked about having thoughts that someone's going to shoot up his daughter's school, and that's all he could think about, or... You know, I mean, all sorts of things. It's crazy how your mind can go to these crazy places and you just can't get your mind off of them. You can induce a panic attack worrying about things that you just should not be worrying about because you're not in the moment. You're not in the present. And sometimes our brains don't allow us to be. I think without the medication, I it was very, very difficult, if not improbable, to be in a good place mentally to be in the moment. Now, with the help of therapy and some slight medication, I feel so much more better. I feel so much better now than I was before. And the thing is, a lot of people, especially if you know people like me, I have history of mental illness in my family, and a lot of them have had poor experiences with medication and stuff like that in the past. Just be honest with your therapist. Don't You don't have to take the medicine if you don't want to. And a lot of times now, and this is what happened with me, they take they take your genetics, they you swab your mouth, and from that they're able to find what your body can handle the best. And for me so far, it's worked out very well. I take two pills every day, and I feel fine. Two pills once a day, I'm fine. And it's not like I'm overwhelmingly different. My personality isn't different. I don't feel foggy. I don't feel anything out of the ordinary and it doesn't completely change anything and that's what I thought I thought I'd be a completely totally different person but I'm not it's just I'm me just with the water a lot calmer I was I was dealing with just in my mind just a, a, a tsunami an ocean that was just going crazy dark and tumultuous and just bubbling up and the waves are crashing everywhere and now it's just even. And we all need to be striving for that because you can't be your best self if you're not feeling balanced and even. And if you're not able to find that peace of mind. So please, please, if you need it, go get the help that you need. You can find it. If you're able to listen to this podcast, you are able to find help. I guarantee you that. I hope that If you do read this book, you can get the same things out of it that I did. 
it's very easily written. It's not difficult. It's almost like reading. It's like talking to a friend almost to me. Um, that might be because I am, you know, I look up and to and admire Charlemagne as a um, content creator so much. But even still, I think that you know it's good for everybody to just learn the tools to make yourself better and this book really really does a good job of doing that and makes it easy to digest um this is kind of a slow kind of a slow episode or a quick one rather there's not really a lot going on but uh i want to do a big review maybe once a month this isn't really a big review because i haven't gotten to process this book and write down specific things my ideal situation would be to do that um but i just wanted to get this one out because it helped me out so much and i just wanted to get this out to people so they maybe can get some help themselves from it but one more thing that i might do i might leave you with is a poem there is a book that i read called the prophet by um a man named khalil gibran he is um, just a poet and almost a philosopher type guy who published in like the 1920s. But he has a book that I really connected with and he talks about just life and how to deal with things. And one poem that's always stuck out to me was uh, one called Pain. I remember I first heard it on... Um, a boondocks episode on uh, adult swim that's a portion of it and it stuck struck a chord with me um but it's really just if you're dealing with something right now in your life i think that this poem at least for me kind of puts it in perspective and helped me sort of wrap my mind around it so the poem is called pain or it's a, over the topic of pain. And so this prophet is about to leave this town that he's been observing for years. And they just want to know what he learned from his time spent there. And this is the, the, the poem. And the woman spoke saying, tell us of pain. And he said, your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. Even as the stone of the fruit must break, that its heart may stand in the sun, so must you know pain. And could you keep your heart in wonder at the daily miracles of your life, your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy. And you would accept the seasons of your heart, even, at, even as you have always accepted the seasons that pass over your fields. And you would watch with serenity through the winters of your grief. Much of your pain is self-chosen. It is the bitter potion by which the physician within you heals your sick self. Therefore, trust in the physician and his remedy in silence and, and drink his remedy in silence and tranquility. For his hand, though heavy and hard, is guided by the tender hand of the unseen. And the cups he brings, though it burn your lips, has been fashioned of the clay which the potter has moistened with his own sacred tears. So, what I got from that was... Basically, pain is just allowing you to understand how much goodness you felt. At least that's what I took from it. When someone, say someone you know passes away and you feel sorrow and pain from that loss, that pain is good because it 
it shows you how much you love that person. I know it's kind of like a messed up way to look at it, but pain is something that we all go through, and it's something that is a part of life, and we can deal with it. And if you can just learn to accept it as a part of life, then it will make it that much easier because you can't get rid of it. But if you can learn how to deal with it and digest it and just accept that it's a part of life, then you can feel a whole lot better about yourself and about your situation. Anyway, uh, that was The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. And each week I would like to read a poem or a portion of literature that I've read and enjoyed or maybe just some of my own writing. But uh, that's it for this week. Next week could be a little bit better. Like I said, if you want to send a message on Anchor, you can do so at LazyBrain at anchor.fm slash LazyBrain or you can go at la- go to at LazyBrainPod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can leave a comment or a message there if you want to be included in next week's episode of Writing Wednesday. Tomorrow will be uh, Theories Thursday. So we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and the first conspiracy theory that you have ever come in contact with in your life that struck with you. So if you want to leave a message about that, you can. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. This is Lazy Brain.